Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about why he uses a five-year investing time frame. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. New week, new interesting uh, things are going to go on. So uh, I am recording this episode before I go celebrate anniversary with my uh, sweetness. We're going to play hooky, but I had to get this episode in. So let's let's get straight to it. Um, and what I want to talk about this episode is the importance of a five-year time frame when investing. And this is for me. Here, here's what I found. I, I found the the shorter your trading period, like if you're trying to worry about what's going to happen in the market today, next week, next month, next year, that's that's difficult because as, as Warren Buffett says, in the short term, the market is a voting machine. In the long term, the market is a weighing machine, meaning the market will be pulled towards towards gravity, towards where the market is supposed to go based on fundamentals long term. And as I mentioned uh, you know, previously before, and I'm connecting the dots on things that I might just say, but not give a lot of context behind, you know, when we're when you move into a new world where the network is the new value, um, meaning before, right, for the last 30, 40 years, you would, you would, you know, the companies that grew the most um, were, were actually the ones with the network, but we didn't pay attention to it. The Googles, the Apples, the Facebooks, the Netflix. But let's say pre-2000, the way you grew was debt, right? China became China. I'm taking on lots of debt. America became America, you know, because we like just ran up a credit card bill from the 70s on. We stopped being backed by gold. The private equity industry is all, you know, debt fueled growth for the most part, finding companies, stripping them of cost, loading them up on debt and growing. And so we had a debt based growth economy uh, for a long time, pre 2000 and pre 2000 entered the age of uh, the network being the new the new debt. So as we go Internet, you know, companies that have a strong uh, network and network, you can, you can call a network a platform, but basically you get a lot of buyers and sellers on your platform and and really you you create the platform. Facebook doesn't create anything. They just connect people with advertisers, Google, same thing, Amazon buyers and sellers, Uber drivers and riders. And so we're in the network era. And so in addition to thinking about which company is going to make money, what you want to think about is, you know, which company is going to build the strongest network in an area where we want to be, um, we want to be networked, and so and so that that becomes a fundamental idea in in building your investment thesis. And you want to think five years, right? Because like once the network is built and strong and has momentum, it's it's hard to be, it's hard, you know, to to shake. And so these are questions that I ask myself. You know, where do where do I where do I think things are going? Like where are the trends going, and where they're going to be five years from now? what assets are likely to do well in that trend. And when I, I'm saying assets, so if I'm thinking about stocks, I'm thinking about what individual companies, and then from a crypto standpoint, I'm thinking about, okay, 
Will crypto assets do better? Is that Bitcoin? Is that ETH? Will commodities do well? Will bonds do well? So you want to think through that. What are the expected returns of each asset class relative to each other? And then how how big of a bet do I want to take? So if you want to you know participate but play conservatively, you can buy ETFs. Those are low cost ways to buy a basket of ideas, not super concentrated, and you you know it's volatile, but it's a way to take a bet. Or you can buy the individual stocks if you're looking at stocks, right? And or you know, next level to stocks and crypto, right? Which is very, because crypto is a lot more volatile than stocks. Um, and then the, you know, next option on the risk profile is leverage and options. I don't do that. I don't, I mean, especially with crypto. I think if you get the individual stock, right? And you're investing in crypto as well, that's enough volatility. You know, as people have said numerous times, you know, the, you know, Bitcoin's growing at something like 200% a year for the last decade, and so, I mean, that's a phenomenal rate of return for, you know, for me. Uh, uh, and um, and not saying that it's going to do that moving forward, but I'm saying it has enough volatility. And it ha- and if it works, I believe it has enough upside to be a super superior investment return over over my five year time frame. And so, I don't need to use leverage and options, which requires you to get your timing right. And again, leverage and options helps you make money in a shorter term time period. But since I have a five year time frame, you know, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to be worried in the short term about what's going to happen. I like to, I like to make money in the most efficient way possible. And so, you know, leverage and options gives me unneeded stress. It makes me have to think super short term versus as everything's going on now, even crypto over the weekend, as it was (laughs) crashing and going crazy, like, I'm cool. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in some chat groups and I have friends who were nervous and scared and figuring out the short term. I'm like, listen, I don't care about what's happening right now, this week, next week. It's interesting. It's fun, right? I love going on Twitter and seeing the debates and seeing people freak out and seeing everything. But I did the work on the front end. I built the portfolio based on ideas that I, of, of the world, my world vision five years from now you know, and I looked at high probability bets. Um, so I, I don't, one thing I talk about too, is I don't like to guess. I don't want to say, Hey, I think this is going to be the next new deal. I want to be there early. I don't think you have to do that. Um, I think all you got to do is find out what's the winner, what's better, what's, what's way better than the, the next closest uh, competitor. And then that has a, you know, can go up 100, 100x from here. And I say 100x. I mean, if, even if it's 10x from here, 20x from here, if it has the opportunity and it's the clear winner, like I might, I like making those bets. I don't like guessing. So that's why, you know, I talk about the things that I own are, um, you know, Facebook, it's Amazon, it's Peloton, it's, it's Zoom, it's Square, it's Bitcoin. It's things that have clearly won. I, you know, we all, I also have a small position in this grayscale market cap weighted crypto fund. So it basically says, hey, because for me, the crypto industry is also here to stay. Um, it's a legit asset class, but picking which ones, you know, I, I pick Bitcoin, but the other ones as they come along, like I don't really know. And so in order to have a small position in things that the market votes, um, you know, that's the winner because uh, markets are smarter than individuals. I'm like, hey, let me just buy this market cap weighted fund, which basically says, you know, the fund will put, a, you know, the percentage of money in, in each crypto based on its percentage value in overall market. So for example, if, if Bitcoin is 70% of the, and this is not a perfect um, explanation of market cap weighted index, but it's good enough. 
So if Bitcoin is 70% of the crypto market, um, then it becomes 70% of the fund. And so that's, that's, that's the way that I um, get some exposure to the other stuff because I, you know, I think the, the market's going to win, but I think Bitcoin is the only one I can handicap as better than what it's trying to represent with a high degree of certainty at the current moment. So I don't guess I like to just, you know, find because for me, the alpha or the return that I earn comes with the volatility. You know, I earn money because it's hard to everybody short term. Most people hate volatility. A lot of folks are trying to guess in the short term. And I'm like, cool, my advantage, right? I put supply and demand on, um, in my favor because I'm a long term holder or hodler, as as they say in the crypto space. And so, you know, I just say, hey, here's a position. I hold the volatility and I make my money by not being scared out in the short term, which I believe, you know, that's how Warren Buffett made his money. That's how a lot of the investor in great made their money. That's how every like VC makes their money uh, because, you know, in the VC world, or you put money in and you, you the fund, a lot of times you can't take your money out for five years, 10 years till it goes public. That's how I like to think about it, more like a, a VC um, type approach. And so you don't, you don't have to find the new stuff. You can be patient. Because by the way, y'all, the industry changes so much. I mean, even in the, in the tokenization space, I think we're moving to a time period where we won't use websites um, because you can create your own digital virtual experience for people to experience your business um, you know, digitally, di- digitally, and you have these new browsers where, um, you know, instead of the platform like Facebook having all the power, right? If you, if you, like, I have a MetaMask wallet, um, which is a wallet you use to go into some sites. It is it, think of it instead of like a browser, it's more like a like a wallet that you use to enter browsers, and you revert it. So you have the power, and your wallet connects with different. Uh, websites, but you get to carry your data and transfer your value from from site to site, and that's where the world is going. And that also has lots of implications and changes for business. I, I think that one of the things that's going to happen too in businesses is uh, every business, you know, like for me, I'm a podcaster. There'll be a time, probably relatively soon, where I need to create an NFT for each episode or an NFT for each blog post that I write um, uh, for future rights and values in the future. So there's a lot of things that are changing, and it's changing very fast. And so you want to pay attention to it from an execution business standpoint, but from an investing standpoint, I just pay attention. I watch it. I understand what's going on. And then I wait until there's a clear winner uh, and it's better than the next closest competitor. And, you know, preferably um, this, you know, there's been a mania when the market run up and it crashes 90% and then I could, you know, buy the winner and just wait and endure the volatility. And so that's a formula that literally, like it's a it's a boring playbook, but I feel like when I'm writing my memoirs 30 years from now, I'm just gonna say, yeah, I just did, I just did this. This is what I did over and over and over again. Go listen to my old podcast when I was, you know, 36, 37 years old. I just said the same thing over and over again, and um, and I believe it's true. So, y'all enjoy your day. I'm about to go have fun with my life and enjoy this anniversary that we've been blessed to have. Talk to you tomorrow. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk.
Talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.